Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I am back with JC. It's a pleasure to be back, Wendy. Thanks for having me here. And I am really curious about what advice you have for employers. My very solid uh, advice for employers in 2023 is even if you do not have any openings, please keep recruiting. Why? Because even in a slowdown, voluntary turnover is here to stay for a while. Sorry. 2022 may have ended in a flood of unfavorable layoff news, but new data suggests that the damage was minimal. Even with new staffing cuts announced, economists believe it could be a sign that 2023 job markets will get off to a strong start. According to the most recent Labor Department data, U.S. labor market posted a near historic low of 1.4 million layoffs or less than 1% of the workforce in November. The same month rocked by headline-making staff cuts across all big tech. In the meantime, there were 10.5 million job openings, or about 1.7 vacancies for every available worker. Companies were barely backfilling the share of people leaving, with 6.1 million hires against 5.9 million separations, including both voluntary and involuntary terminations. And the enthusiasm for quitting has not subsided. In November 2022, 4.2 million people quit their jobs, marking the 18th consecutive month in which more than 4 million people voluntarily left the workforce. Wendy Sellers, back to you. 4 million people voluntarily left their jobs at the end of 2022. Just in time for the holidays. Yeah, right? They're like, oh, this turkey is so good. Uh, But yeah, it is definitely, that is huge. You know, at the end of last year, it's February 2023 when we're recording this, but at the end of last year is when the layoffs started and people started going, oh, 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 I don't know what to do. And 4 million people said, I know what to do. I'm out of here. I'm going to take a job somewhere else. So, folks, even though the news is crazy and it's up, down, all this stuff, news channels are there to get followers and to get people going crazy. I don't know why they want to do that. But be careful that, you know, you don't get uh, you don't buy into the gossip that's out there that, oh, we will just, you know, we'll keep everybody because they're now afraid to to lose their job. What's going to happen is the good people who can find another job will leave. (laughs) Oh, good point. Right. And then the people who are like, oh, going under the radar, you're going to be stuck with them because the good people left because you didn't treat them well and you didn't continue to invest in them. So everything that you have been dealing with for the past couple of years through the pandemic, um, I know for me personally, all of my clients, uh, new clients that I'm getting literally by the day, today was an overwhelming day of phone calls, um, are saying, we need training, we need training, we need training. We need to train our managers, we need to train our employees. Why? Because we need to retain them. You still need to do that. You still need to retain your employees because, like I just said, people who have opportunities, they're going to be the ones that are going to be picked off and go to somewhere else. But if you're training your managers and your employees, then they might go, oh, hey, 
thanks for the offer, but I don't even want to interview with you, competitor, because I'm really happy at my company because they're investing in me. Super important. We're talking about voluntary turnover, how it's potentially here to stay. You did have the advisement to keep recruiting. We brought a lot of numbers to the table. Wendy, what does that look like um, within the workforce? If we're thinking about this from the leadership perspective, it's, uh, is it concerning to have so much turnover? Uh, do we feel like we're leading job applicants astray by continuing to recruit if we maybe would be downsizing by attrition for this quarter? attempting to gauge what our uh, what our assessments are for the next quarter to move forward. And if we put a pause in place on recruiting, how much is it going to take to get that started again? Yeah, excellent points. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, yeah, I don't want you to lie to anybody. I don't want you to lie to candidates. I don't want you to put some fake job ads out there. Uh, you could literally even have on your website, hopefully you have a careers page. If you don't, maybe it's just an email that says, hey, we don't have any openings right now, but we're always looking for great candidates. So feel free to fill out this application. Let me know what kind of job that you're looking for. And then talk to them. So you see this resume that comes in, you're like, oh, this person's a rock star. I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to interview them as if we had an opening, but be honest with them and say, we don't have an opening, but I, I really think we're going to have one soon. So, hey, candidate A, you know, we'll call them, uh, you know, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, uh, what's, what's your plans? When are you looking for, for a new role? Why um, can we, you know, keep in touch over the next couple of weeks so that we can figure out in our budget where we can fit you. Candidates are going to be thankful that you're talking to them. So make sure you're being honest. Keep up the recruiting. Don't lie to anybody, but make sure you also explain to your employees, like, listen, we don't want to stop building our team because you uh, will call somebody else. Mary, you work here and I know that your long-term career path plans are X. And so I want to continue recruiting for somebody who could come in and fill your space when we promote you to the next place. So that way, Mary won't be so scared of like, oh my God, are you replacing me? No, no, no. Yeah, we're replacing you, but that's because we're, our intent is to promote you. And so we want to have candidates ready. Does that make sense? It does. And you also may mention earlier on about training. Is this a good opportunity then for a leader to, uh, to pivot and say, you know, instead of, uh, uh, maybe making the investment in training just in our managerial team and core. Let's invest in training our current workforce to potentially retain them. Is that part of what right. you're thinking too? 100%. So you should have all kinds of training. You could have your, your, non-management workforce, you can give them opportunities to be a team lead and train them for that, to be a supervisor and train them for that. Even if you don't have an opportunity right now, you could say, I don't have an opportunity right now, but I'm going to have an opportunity or we hope to have an opportunity to so go through this training now. And then we will make sure that, you know, when an opening comes uh, up, you are placed into that candidate pool. With that said, we have one, we have another session coming up where I want to give some recruiting advice for candidates, even if you're an internal candidate. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.